Marcus Paul in the morning. Should there be a parliamentary oversight in, into the way that New South Wales uh, has handled the COVID-19 pandemic? Some believe so. David Shubridge joins us on the program. Good morning to you, mate. Yeah, morning, Marcus. Tough morning. Absolutely. First and foremost, what did you make of these protests over the weekend? Well, absolutely bloody stupid. Worse than stupid. It seemed to be organised, um, um, organised intentional uh, attack on our public health orders, organised on these far-right fringe groups with a, an ideology imported from the sort of Republican US, um, uh, that, 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 that really toxic form of politics. And, yeah. um, you know, if, if they're... I'm surprised that it got to that level of organisation. Um, I'm surprised that there really aren't resources monitoring these fringe right-wing conspiracy groups that they really should be, and uh, a danger to all of us. I, I hope it doesn't uh, spread um, uh, the, the disease any further, but, you know, terrible, terrible. We won't know, unfortunately, David, at least for another 24 hours. Now, over the weekend, I saw that the Premier and the Prime Minister were at odds. Uh, the Prime Minister's projected suggestions of vaccine rollout should be run on need rather than div- divided evenly. We know that New South Wales have called for an extra, um, you know, couple of million doses of Pfizer. I mean, that was always going to be very optimistic because, you know, the other states and territories won't give up their lot. And I, I have to say, I don't blame them. But where are we on on trying to vaccinate our way out of this lockdown? That the Australian newspaper, David, this morning reporting this thing could go until well, mid September. Well, I mean, the, the the numbers aren't looking good at the moment in terms of the lockdown. The current measures don't seem to be restraining the um, the, 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 the 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 rollout of the um, of the virus across Sydney. It doesn't seem to be restraining the, the growth of the virus across Sydney and. Um, I, I know the Premier's come up and said that the answer to this, this current lockdown is vaccination rates. I, I just want to make it clear. Everybody who can safely be vaccinated should be doing everything they can to, to safely get vaccinated. But th- there aren't enough of the vaccines in circulation in New South Wales at the moment or opportunities to get people vaccinated. And we're literally not going to get 75 or 80, 80% of people vaccinated um, in a month's time or two months' time. Mm. And... Um, the lockdown measures are going to have to continue until we have a level of virus in the community that's not going to say continue to, you know, exponentially spread when we lift the lockdown measures. Now, the long-term answer is vaccination, but, you know, we, we haven't had a national vaccination program that's going to get us to anything like 75 to 85 to 80 percent in the time no. needed to lift to lift this lockdown. No. All right. What about a parliamentary oversight committee into the uh, the pandemic handling by the New South Wales government? I mean, what will this achieve apart from just being a talk fest? Well, we need to know what the decision making was that saw us get into this in the first place. Sure. You know, we saw the first community transmission happening on, I think, it was the sixteenth of June. Yeah. We didn't get a hard citywide lockdown until a week or so, more than a week after that. Um, we saw numbers continuing to rise. By the time we eventually had a lockdown, there were COVID fragments in more than a dozen, or at least a dozen um, sewage treatment facilities across Sydney. And of course, in that week, we also had the state budget delivered with a lot of rah-rah statements from the Treasurer saying Sydney's open, we're open for business and the mm. like. And so we need to, to, to understand what the public health advice was in that period. And and how on the, the the New South Wales government is assessing the public health advice yeah. as against other factors 
when it comes to putting in lockdown measures. And we need to know that as much for what happened going into the lockdown as what the decision matrix will be going out of the lockdown. Well, it's obvious, uh, and um, it's as clear as day, there are cracks within the decision-making process at the state government level. We know that uh, the Treasurer, uh, Dominic Perrottet, didn't want a lockdown to ensue at all. And and now we learn, of course, that the Premier went ahead and locked down the construction industry without the knowledge of a number of her leading MPs, including uh, the, the Planning Minister, um, Rob Stokes, Andrew Constance, um, yeah. both were not consulted about the closure of the construction industry worth some $600 billion. Melinda Pavey apparently didn't know, Kevin Anderson. I mean, wh- yeah. how can senior government ministers in a state not know of what the Premier is planning to do? Well, Marcus, they seem like very good questions. So if if... if- if the planning minister didn't know, if other senior ministers didn't know, the basis upon which decisions have been made to put us into lockdown and hopefully at some point bring us out of lockdown, how is the public meant to have confidence in the kind of decision-making? How can I, as a parliamentarian, whose job it is to oversight the government, have confidence? So True. Yeah. Um, that, that is one of the critical reasons we want to hold an oversight hearing. Now, we're not talking about 12 hours of hearing going endlessly. Sure. Focused, directed hearings where we find out what the advice was what factors went into making the decisions that saw quite a slow rollout of the lockdown? And by the time we got to a lockdown, yeah. COVID all across Greater Sydney. Because we, we need to make sure the right decision parameters are in place to get us out of this again. If, if public health is are saying to us in a month's time, you can't lift the lockdown measures, even though numbers are lower, because it'll spike again. Mm. And then there's other people in the government saying, well, it doesn't matter. We just need to get business back and up, up and running. And, and that's the kind of matrix we need to know in advance. So right. that, yep. and, and look, you know, it's a hard time to do parliamentary oversight. It's all going to be online, obviously. Yeah. Um, we don't want to distract critical health resources. Mm. But we can't make another stuff up because this impacts the lives, the livelihoods, the well-being of more than 5 million people in Absolutely. Greater no, you're absolutely right. Look, one thing that did make sense over the weekend was the fact that council elections have been postponed now. They were to be held on the 4th of September, being moved now to December 4. That is good. Yeah, well, that's good. That's what we've been calling for for ages. I mean, up until Friday, the New South Wales government was saying that they were going to go ahead as normal on the 4th of September across all of New South Wales. And for the life of me, I couldn't comprehend how that kind of advice um, had been received and acted upon. So we've been calling for a deferral. Labor's been calling for a deferral. And we finally got it. But we need to make sure that there's a backup plan for the 4th of December. Councils are already more than 12 months past their use-by date. And if we have another breakout of this terrible virus by in, in December, there needs to be a backup plan. So we've got postal vote measures in place. Mm. I mean, postal voting is not as good as voting in person. It cuts out a lot of young people and transient people, people with transient accommodation and the like. But it's better than no democracy at all, and there needs to be a backup plan. At present, there is no backup plan. No, and you're I, right. I suppose it's what's so frustrating at multiple levels. Federally, the vaccination plan, where is that? It doesn't seem to be in place. We've got cracks in the quarantine system that still haven't been resolved a year and a half down. We've got elections that they haven't got plans for. It's that lack of forward planning um, that I think is getting so many people frustrated, you know. Yeah. At home, lockdown, without sufficient income to, to pay the mortgage and um, keep themselves secure and Where's the planning by state and federal governments? It's a fair question. Good to have you on. Thank you, David. We'll chat soon. Stay safe, mate. Cheers, mate.